0: Hi, and welcome to your OWEN podcast, Quick and Handy Tips for Veterinarians on the Go. I'm Dr. Melanie Barham, uh, Ontario Animal Health Network coordinator, and I'm joined today by Michael Dean, who's our uh, OWEN communications assistant. So uh, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and what you do?
1: Okay. So at uh, the Ontario Animal Health Network, I do a lot of the social media, um, the recording and editing of podcasts, uh, create infographics, help with editing, and, and kind of run the website.
0: And today we're going to talk about how vets can benefit from social media, some of the basics, um, and then some of the more advanced stuff, and things like things that you can actually benefit from as a veterinarian and and uh, and use in your practice. So, uh, Mike, let's go over a couple of reasons why vets maybe would consider using social media.
1: So, right off the bat, uh, there's a lot of benefits for uh, veterinarians using social media. I think uh, it saves time, can streamline the continuing education and uh, research process, lessons, email, overload. Uh, You can easily track disease outbreaks and access trustworthy information. And you can also communicate with your industry stakeholders and veterinary organizations.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the things that really struck me when we were looking into uh, whether or not Owen should do social media was that there were some there were some pretty compelling stats. So a 2012 study from OMAFRA, uh, so that's Ontario, um, st- they found that 84% of the agricultural sector in Ontario reported using social media, which is pretty astounding. And that was in 2012, so quite a few years ago. And then 73% of those people found that social media was important to their business. Um, and a two thousand and eleven study in the u s showed that seventy six percent of ranchers use social media, and to me that I think that's fairly compelling so you know as as a veterinarian, you should know that your clients are likely on social media participating in that conversation. <laughs> the other key thing that I think if you take nothing else away from this uh, from this podcast is that social media doesn't have to be super social and it also doesn't have to be um, about showing pictures of your dinner or saying what you did on the weekend or posting cute pictures of your kids. It can be those things but um, but it's, it can be an awful lot more too. So let's jump right in um, and talk about so let's you know here we'll tell you how we're gonna, how yeah. we're gonna tell you about it.
1: So what we're going to go over today is uh, what social media is some of the lingo that will help you get started using Twitter, how to use Twitter, uh, and how to track disease alerts and access trustworthy continue educate, continuing education material. As well as at the end, we'll provide you with some resources if you're interested and want to dig further into it.
0: OK, so Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about what social media is.
1: So social media is an umbrella term that is used to describe any website or application that allows the user to interact with others through online conversations, the creation of content, or the sharing of content. So this is true for all the major social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat. And as Melanie said, it can be seen as a place where people just share their opinions, but it's also a place for reputable information. So uh, another important note is that social media does not always have to be used in a social way. You can create an account and just observe what others are creating and sharing rather than creating or sharing anything of your own. And Melanie, I know you have a really great uh metaphor that you've used to describe this in the past.
0: Yeah, so um so uh, the way that I guess I think about it is that really it's a kind of a one-way mirror. So imagine yourself and you walk into a small room and there's a one-way mirror there. And behind that other one-way mirror is all of your clients and all of the reputable journals that you follow and all of the uh, all of the you know all the industry groups and and anybody who you'd be interested in getting information from on a regular basis. Um, and as well as your clients and colleagues are in this room and you can listen to whatever they're saying without necessarily having to interact. So At the end of a long day or at the beginning of a long day um, I think it's a nice way that you can that you can listen to information coming in uh, without necessarily having to give anything back from it um, to it I guess and the other thing is is that if you wanted to participate you can slip something under the door anonymously um, and you don't and then allow it to join into the conversation or you can enter the room fully if you so chose but the option is also there just to stay protected and just listen to what things are going on so that's the way that I think of it anyways
1: and something we'll get to in a bit. uh, But is another part of it is even just looking at this room through a one-way mirror, you can organize those people into different uh, groups. So if you only want to hear the conversations from the producers or your clients, you can do that. Or if you want to hear the conversations just from the veterinary journals, you can do that as well
0: yeah so it can be it's very filterable, so you really you can reduce the amount of people you have to listen to because you don't have to listen to everybody, which is great. Okay, so let's jump right into some of the important Twitter terms so that you so that you know what know what we're talking about a little bit later.
1: So the first one we wanted to go over, which is the most important uh, Twitter term is hashtags. So a hashtag is a way to uh, sort and search through information on Twitter to find um, find the information that you want to read. So a hashtag is a word or phrase with no spaces that precedes a hash or pound symbol. So it'd be pound symbol followed by veterinary or pound symbol followed by equine. And when that is included in a tweet, it turns into a link. And if you click on that hashtag, which is a link, it will bring you to all other tweets that are tagged in that way. So it's a way to kind of filter through, um, all of the content that's on Twitter so you can easily find and quickly find the information that you want.
0: Great. Just remember don't put any spaces in there.
1: Yeah, no spaces and it's also a way if you had something to contribute to Twitter you can tag it with a hashtag and that would allow other people participating in that conversation to find your tweets. Mm-hmm. And The other uh, important thing on Twitter, the other important term is the at symbol. The at symbol is um, what directs conversation towards a user on Twitter. So it's a way of essentially um, saying like, hey, so-and-so, this is something you might find uh, useful. Or if you have a question for somebody, use the at sign. And that is also their Twitter handle. So our Twitter handle is ontanhealthnet
0: health HealthNet, yeah. So it's uh, it's actually faster than sending an email. So if you find a cool link, instead of saying email it, you can just tweet it. And then if you know the person's name, then you can just write it in there. So it's even faster than sending an email to your colleagues or, or your associates or whoever else or your clients.
1: So now that we have the two most important Twitter terms down, uh, we're just going to give a bit of background on how you use Twitter and then how you can use it efficiently. So the first thing you would want to do is Go to twitter.com. You can sign up for an account. We'll give you the link uh, that we have on the OWEN site that that is kind of a uh, step-by-step of how to sign up and get your account going. And then you want to decide uh, which organizations you want to follow or which people you want to follow and uh, what kind of information you're wanting to get from that. So if you currently are checking, say 10 news sites a day, three veterinary journals a day, and also getting emails or um, newsletters from different organizations, a good first step is to find those people on Twitter, follow them, and then you'll have all of that information in one place. So rather than having to click around the net, go to your inbox to find everything, you can follow them, it'll show up on your homepage and then you will uh, just get all the information they will be putting out that one day, but you can scan through it in about five minutes.
0: So one thing you'll find is that most of the major organizations and uh, and journals and whatnot are on Twitter and they're actually posting things in a very usable way. So it might be worthwhile just even checking it out because even if you think of 10 sites that you get those things from and then trying to trying to find them on Twitter is, is a really good way to get going.
1: So a great way to first start is uh, the site you're going to currently just go to that site. Most of them will have a Twitter icon. You can just click on that and and press follow, and then you will be following them on Twitter. Uh, the other way to do it is to go use the Twitter search. So you can just search in what those sites are called. Uh, the search is kind of segmented into four different um, four different sections: the top searches, the live searches, news, and then accounts. So if you're looking for uh, different organizations, you want when I would want to click the account tab, and then you would find their page and be able to follow them. So that's the first step to get uh, these valuable organizations or uh, individuals that you want to follow. And then the next step is if you want to start following trends or just uh, kind of reaching out into the Twitterverse. So you do search in a different way for that. So you can go to the search bar again, uh, type in whatever you're interested in, maybe it's equine, poultry, animal health, and then you would want to click on the top tab and that would give you the most reputable tweets. So those are um, all of the tweets that have been shared the most, liked the most, kind of vetted by, um, by colleagues that would show you what is the most valuable one. So you can go through that. You would find tweets if you put in say poultry health. You could find all these people talking about poultry health and then you can from there, uh, find the accounts that maybe you would want to follow that you would never heard of before. And uh, another thing to note, uh, just some some people that are people and organizations that are on Twitter that we follow, and get uh, useful news from is things like Horse and Hound, The PubMed, ProMed, uh, Equine Guelph, uh, Wadag, Poultry, uh, Bovine Veterinarians. So there's that might help you get started.
0: And of course the Ontario Animal Health Network.
1: Yes, yes, the most important one. (laughs) Uh, And once you start following people, uh, you can start to segment them. So if you want to uh, be reading news from multiple kind of different niches throughout the day, so you want to check out overall animal health, you want to check out equine health, you want to check out swine health. You can then take those accounts and, and organize them into lists, which helps you Streamlined and even more, and would, uh, is a more efficient way of doing things and will save you time.
0: Yeah, I guess the other uh, the other tip or trick to make things a little bit faster too is like let's say that you go onto a farm and your client says, oh, have you heard about this strangles case out in you know Wellington County or in Puzzlinch? Um, Then you can go onto then you can go onto Twitter and you can type in hashtag equine strangles um, or the same thing with any disease. If they ask you about a swine disease or whatever, then um, you can get any up any up to date news that might be out there. Um, and the Ontario Animal Health Network is as soon as we have information, we are putting it out there. Um, it's all anonymous, of course, but but um, but you but you can get what whatever we have as well. So that's um, that's kind of a little quick tip if somebody's asking you a question. So if you've got your reputable sources there lined up, then you can find it yeah. easily.
1: Yeah. So I think we've explained a lot of the benefits of social media. Maybe just to uh, reiterate once more, I think uh, the big thing, especially about Twitter, is that it can save you time throughout your day. It can take all those sources, aggregate them into one space. So if you want to set up your Twitter account, you can spend half an hour doing that and then after that in five minutes you would be able to sort through all the news you would see in one day in multiple different, different places.
0: Yeah, so it can really help to reduce your email burden if you're feeling like there's an awful lot of emails running through your inbox.
1: And one thing we've heard uh, in the past is that uh, some people are resistant to getting on Twitter because they don't think their colleagues or their clients are on Twitter, but I think what we've found definitely from using Twitter over the last six months is that there's lots of uh, lots of clients, lots of uh, veterinarians, veterinary journals, producers, they're all using Twitter and it's only the numbers are only growing. Um, and we we're going to give a couple of resources.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, you can go to the OWEN pages on Facebook which is facebook.com slash Ontario Animal Health Network. You can go to Twitter aunt and health net uh, or you can just go to owen.ca and uh, we will have some links uh, on the on our podcast here that will give you links to all of the resources we've created that give step-by-step guides on how to join and how to use these platforms efficiently
0: yeah, and I think we we focus mainly on Twitter as far as the how-to this time. But a lot of the things that we've told you uh, about Twitter, you can use for Facebook too. So if you're using Facebook personally already, you can just augment that and maybe make it into a bit of a CE tool while you're doing your regular stuff on Facebook. Um, so the same thing can be said. You know, you can search for journals, you can search for businesses or organizations, or just um, or just see what's on see see what else is on there. Um, so you can get scholarly articles on there. or You can just follow on, on the Ontario. Health Network and we are posting stuff more than once a day anyway so it's mm-hmm. so a good that's just a good starting point we just didn't want to overwhelm everybody with yeah. that so we thought we'd focus on Twitter because it is kind of a great tool to aggregate things um, but there are lots of other things out there
1: yeah and also if there are any questions you can always get in touch with us at oahn at uo and we'd be happy to clarify anything or or do podcasts on uh, other pieces of social media that uh, you would find helpful
0: Okay. Thanks very much, Mike.
1: Thank you.